You are listening to Indie Radio, where we do content the indie way.
Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of The Spotlight, the season premiere. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here today. And we have an excellent guest for you tonight. She's an actress. She's a filmmaker. She is uh, newly graduated from college. <laughs> we have... Sheridan Randolph, how are you doing, Sheridan? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I am doing very well, very, very, very well. Um, this is your first time on the program. So in the uh, tradition of how we'd like to do our show, we have to start off with your origin story. So uh, can you tell okay. the audience, where are you from originally? Um, hello. Yes, I'm from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and he is right. I did recently graduate from Tennessee State University in December. Um, if we're going all the way back for origin, uh, filmmaking and movies, I've always liked them since I was a kid. Uh, I remember the first movie I ever saw was The Goonies. And I used to watch that every day for like a year when I was younger. And my babysitter would come over and always bring it. And I loved seeing like kids my age and a little older, um, kind of just going on these adventures and like knowing that you could write and create things. I used to do that with imaginary friends. And I used to write little stories and perform for my family. So just kind of getting into that vibe at that age was really important for me. Um, and then when I got to college is when I really started to pick it back up some more and be a little more serious about it. So I would do short films and even making a web series and just doing a lot of other things. So yeah, just trying to continue the craft and trying to keep that same passion as I get older and I'm always open to learn. And I'm just very happy to be here. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, some of us people that, you know, as creative folk, we start to show interest in the creative arts at a very young age. Um, now, you said it was pretty, you were pretty young when you realized it. Uh, what, what was it about the um, filmmaking or movies or in general that really just got your attention and made you want to be a part of it? Um, I think the main thing for me was, like I said, with the Goonies, like I saw younger kids my age, like on, um, like on a movie and like just doing all of these different things. The adventure was really cool. Of course, I'm pretty sure everybody knows about the Goonies. It's such a classic, um, but it was just that, like seeing people that were around my age. And then I remember too, um, seeing Halle Berry and X-Men for the first time. And I was like, whoa, like that's like a very strong and powerful black woman on screen in the superhero genre. Like my mind was completely blown. So just like seeing that it's really possible for people to be out there and in the industry that look like me, and especially now diversity is so important and it's such a, of course, like a very important part of what Hollywood is trying to do. Um, it was those sort of things. And then I'm also a researcher. So of course, looking things up when I was younger, like that was just my thing. I would look up behind the scenes stuff and I was learning more and more. It's like, oh, these movies don't just happen. Like you know, there's writers and there's, filmmakers and directors and everybody that's behind the scenes. So kind of just really researching that as well and kind of getting into more of, you know, beginning to end of how a movie goes and like learning about the different stages of production. So yeah, just like seeing people that look like me and then also research. You know, it's funny. I, I always joke that when I was a kid, I used to think that movies were like made in the TV. Like, you yeah. know, it was almost like a microwave or something. You put in the, the tape and then it cooks it or something. And there you go. Like, I didn't know, like, you know, when you're like, I was a young kid and I was like, oh, look, there's actors. 
there's, you know, when I finally realized that the first movie, my favorite movie of all time is The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. And um, that was like the first movie where I realized, oh, people created that. That is, you know, oh, I want to be whatever a director is. You know, I didn't even know that's what it was called, I'm sure, at the time. But I wanted to do that, you know. And I've always, you know, as, as I've gotten older, just more and more, that's what I want to do. Um, so um, the writing aspects of, uh, of your creation, how much do you enjoy that? Um, I enjoy it a lot. At times it can be stressful, uh, but uh, just creating stories and I'm trying to do this thing now too, like more focused on realism and real people's, you know, lives and like the things that people are struggling with and going through, um, especially, um, you know, still being a young adult and knowing how it was for my teenage years and like just the importance of having content out there that represents the real life of teens and real life of young adults. Um, that's just kind of like a really important thing for me at the moment. So writing is just also a way for me to escape. It's just been that way when I watch movies or when I write something down, like I feel like, um, you know, it's like some sort of purpose that's kind of just going from what's inside of me on paper. So just that kind of process. And then I'm, I'm, you know, I like, I talk to myself when I write as well. So there's just like this kind of whole process and this whole journey that goes on when I like sit down and either type something or write something. But I do, I love it because it's also the start. It's like all these great movies that are made and all of these things that happen. It's like it starts on that page and it starts with you as a writer. So no matter what step in the process I you know, want to be a part of afterwards, knowing that like my name was on something that is tangible and that could mean something to people and knowing that I created something that connects with others. Like that's just the most important thing. Yeah, it's like playing God, being a writer. You decide who lives, who dies, who hooks up, who gets pregnant, who, you know, it's playing God. And if you have a God complex, uh, it may be good for you, you know, to uh, create. Um, do you do you ever go through writer's block? Oh, all the time, all the time. Yeah. Do you um, have any like literally so yesterday? Last mm. I got nothing done yesterday. I stared at a screen and I was like, huh, okay, like trying to work on a new short film. And so I went and watched short films, and then you know you have that doubt in the back of your head that's like, oh, this was great. Now mine will not be that great, you know, like those sort of things. We're like all in my brain yesterday. So yeah, it happens. It happens a lot. It's funny. I I, I had a film that was in a uh, in a uh, film festival and we felt really confident about it, right? We're like, you know, you know how they put you in groups, right? And yeah. we're sitting there thinking, me and my, my uh, partner at the time, or I mean, we're still, you know, uh, business partners. Um, we were like, oh yeah, we, we're gonna kill it, right? So the first film, wasn't that good in our group so we're sitting there like you know like yeah you know we got this and then the next one was freaking amazing <laughs> it was like yeah. to the point like like a little bit into it we're like dang this is really good <laughs> you know like so sometimes when you know the thing is about especially when you see like a peer who creates something pretty awesome it can be intimidating, but then also it can be inspiring too, because then it makes you want to do better and stuff, you know. So it's like when you see when we saw that, we we're like, man, we got to step our game up, you know. And then it was like the next one was like killer, you know. It's like man, they put us in a, a, a group of killers, you know. So uh, you know, it, it's um, it, it is you know that can be something, you know. Um, do you do you get inspired by? amateur content, like stuff you find on YouTube and on the internet, 
uh, you know, like, because uh, there's a lot of really good short films on like YouTube, for example. Does that inspire you? Yeah, um, I watch, my brother has a TikTok account. I don't mess with TikTok because it can be very addictive. But I do, um, I look at different TikTok videos and it's just like people, you know, just everyday life. That's just them being creative and just thinking on the spot. Like that's all inspiring, especially like if I ever want to jump into like the comedy genre, like just kind of having that instinct or just looking at real life situations and finding, you know, something funny in it. That's always inspiring. Um, I loved watching YouTube a lot when I was younger as well. And just seeing, I remember the Guild was the first um, YouTube web series I saw and it was amazing. And it just like, of course, just about all these nerds and gamers. And I was like, oh, there's a show that has that sort of representation. And I loved that. And then of course, um, Easter Ray with Opera Black Girl, like that's just a very huge part of me growing up um, within my teen years and like, especially in high school, like I loved watching the show over and over again. So yeah, it's just, you can find inspiration anywhere. Like, I mean, people say that all the time, but it's actually true. So just, just being able to watch other people, whether they're a professional or an amateur, just knowing that they're exercising their creative muscles is just super inspiring. Cause it's like, they're taking the time and the effort to put themselves out there and that in itself is inspiring because even like you were saying, we'll go to film festivals or do all these different things and see all this great content. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's, it's so easy to compare yourself to other people, but just knowing, you know, it's important that you put yourself out there and you're creating something and you're expressing yourself to connect with others or just, you know, even if it's just for yourself, it's just really important to do that. So yeah, it's just inspiration anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just gotta take it where it comes. Um, yep. So, uh, are you are you an only child? Do you have any siblings? Um, no, I have a younger brother. He's taller mm. than me, um, but I'm I'm the oldest. So hopefully, you know that that's what I have over him. Um, but I I I'm the film person within the family because it's me, my brother, my mom, and they're like you know basketball and they do a lot of other things. And my mom does great inspirational speaking and teaching and so many other things. Um, so yeah, my youngest brother is, he's, you know, he's, he, he's a boy, you know, he's, I have, <laughs> I have, you know, we got our sibling rivalry, just like everybody else, but yeah, but it is, it's, it's cool being the older sister. I won't lie. Like it has its advantages of like knowing that there, you know, there's somebody under you, somebody watching you. So you need to try to do the best that you can and not, um, mess up as much. So I think it's kind of like a good thing for me being that older sibling and trying to be a good example but yes it is it's me my younger brother and my mother oh cool have you uh, put him in anything yet your brother i actually i did i um i remember my what was it my not the last semester but the semester before last when COVID was like really strong i took some summer classes and um i took a camera class and they were like so you know you got to be creative in your house so i made a short film called the floor is lava it was just like a challenge. I remember doing the kid and I was like, okay, I'll make a short film about that. Um, so there's, there's a scene in it where I told my brother, he had to come out of a room and I was like, okay, just give this look and look at me like you normally would do when you're annoyed. And I was like, oh yeah, he, he nailed that look. Trust me. He nailed it. So yeah, I've used him before, but because he was just too good with that annoyed look at me, I was like, you know, I'm not going to ask you for anything else. Cause it's just, it's too real. It's too real. But then I also did a TikTok video on Instagram. Um, I posted it on Instagram from his account for my graduation. And so I did that with him as well. So I don't use him too much, but like, you know, if it, if it pops in my head and I need him, he's, he's there. So I do use him. 
Uh, that's cool. Um, now, as we said, you, you recently graduated from college. What was the college experience like? Um, I'm, I, I, like I said, I'm, I, I schedule and plan and research, like that's kind of my thing. So, cause you know, there's some filmmakers that don't go to school and they're super spontaneous and they can just go out and be awesome. I was like, that's not my process. I wish it was, but it's not, you know, so college for me, it was really important to make friends that way, make connections, learn. Um, so I did at MTSU, I was part of the film program. So that was really fun. Um, I think too, the best thing about college is connections because I got to work on a short film, like just being able to go to different fairs at the school and just connect with other people. So I got to do that. Um, I got to meet some really cool people, um, really strong females within these different clubs as well, which I truly, truly loved. So the experience, um, I think it was important for me, especially before COVID. I was very lucky, you know, to still be in college before all this craziness hit. But for me, it was, it was a great experience sometimes not so great experience through college you just go through it all um mm. so i think it is it, it feels like a rite of passage when you go to college and then like to graduate and complete like it just felt really good to get that diploma delivered to my house i was super excited like i wanted to do a backflip if i knew how to do one um but yeah but i do i i appreciate the experience i feel like it's something i could potentially write about somewhere in the future some of the things i've seen and went through so I think college it is. It's another thing I can tuck in the back of my my writing pocket. So, but that's kind of how I see it. Nice, nice. Um, what about uh, how did college advance your your film knowledge and um, make you a better filmmaker? Uh, and it's kind of expand on how college helps you in that way. Um, I think biggest thing for me was um, working with people that are on the same path as me. Cause like I said, in my family, like my mom and my brother, like basketball was like a thing that we all loved. And I like really, really loved it to a certain point, but college and being in that program, it helped me just see that, you know, there are people that are like me that are these college students just want to create and want to make friends that love film and have fun. Um, and joining the film clubs was really important as well. Cause I got to really see that it goes beyond the classroom. And I think that's one of the main mistakes that like people in college can make especially if they, you know, class takes up a lot of your time. It's a lot. It's crazy. But when you really find that group of people that are passionate and want to make stuff outside of being in that classroom, that really helped shape me as a filmmaker as well to know that I can't just depend on, you know, kind of taking notes or knowing that it's not about a set process. It's about you taking that initiative to go out and be creative. So I think that shaped me as a filmmaker. And it even just inspired me even to make the web series that I made because it was like, I need to do something outside of this classroom. I need to be more than just a film student. Like I really need to put that to the test. I need to be creative and like to be able to call myself a writer or a filmmaker one day, I got to exercise that muscle. So college, it really just taught me to um, take the lead on things as well, not be afraid to speak out and, you know, use my voice to make things, create things, not to always depend on, you know, other people and other people's projects. Like you're an individual, and that's important and everybody needs to be their own person everybody has stories that they need to tell um so college just really taught me to just expand on that and to really grow as a person um so specifically too within the film program having people that i could honestly go to about my content and you know get honest feedback whether it was great teachers students whatever that was just really important for me as like being a filmmaker you know growing into the person that I'm trying to be, like college was a huge part of it in that way, just learning how to take criticism, learning how to just make your own stuff and just, you know, accepting who you are as a young adult. 
I love it. I love it. Um, now, now you are here to promote a, a web series that you have coming out, or it's out now. And uh, we have a promo clip of it, and then we're going to play the promo clip, and then we're going to talk more in depth about it, okay? So here okay. we go. So just silence. I mean, what are we supposed to be doing? Meditating? I'm so glad we spent all this time apart just maturing ourselves. All right, that was the promo for Stuck In. So uh, tell us about Stuck In. Um, well, Stuck In, it's about these three friends that are reconnecting there in COVID, uh, you know, during the pandemic that's happening right now still. Um, and it's also them struggling with their own mental health issues. So it's like whether they're really in denial about these issues and they're reconnecting to, of course, have some sort of outlet without, you know, fully expressing that. Or it's just for them as well. It's it's about just trying to mend this sort of friendship relationship that they lost a long time ago. So what kind of starts it is there's a certain death that happens within one of their um, lives. And so it leads them to contact the people that kind of know them the best. And with the series it does, it also shows, you know, how people can really truly know you even when you don't think that they do, or they can be sometimes brutally honest with you. Um, so it's kind of just like that thing of the time that we're in right now. I did like research and reconnecting with old friends and doing reunions was like the biggest thing that people were doing when people were on like extreme lockdown, which is when we shot it. So yeah, that's kind of just the, the gist of it. All right. All right. So let's talk about some the process. How did you actually get this accomplished during the process? Okay. Yeah, so the process, it started off actually, they offered a web series class virtually and I was like, oh, that's like insane. Didn't think it would work. Something in my head was like, okay, just try it, go for it. And so I did. And so I kind of wrote the scripts through the class and like learned different things. Um, and my teacher actually was telling me she was stressed out for me because virtually it was going to be a crazy process to sit and do three episodes of something. Um, you know, that would be like longer than three minutes, like all of my episodes are, you know, like about 10 or so minutes. So that process was crazy. So what we did, everybody was virtual for the most part, and we would pair one cameraman or woman with um, our two different locations. So my two other friends that shot it with me, they're in Johnson City, and I'm here in Chattanooga. So it was a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of Zoom recordings. Um, the, I had another friend who directed so I would have him directing on my phone and watch us do our thing on our clips. And then I would have on my laptop, it would be all of us acting and doing all our things. So it was completely insane. It was a learning experience for sure. Like it took, I mean, the hours were long, but like it was, it was, it was nuts. I'm very grateful to them, by the way. Shout out to everybody that helped me, all my friends, um, because, you know, you can't do it by yourself. You need a team to make it happen. And they really showed up and did it. And we've been in so much on technology, so many phone charges, so many everything. So it was it was an insane process. But again, like I'm very glad that I went through it. Um, but you know, I uh, if if the pandemic wasn't going on, trust me, I would have done something like more so in person. But it was also about safety. You know, the pandemic is still happening. It was happening at the time when we shot it. Um, so it was that. And even like as a writer, the creative muscle of having to make virtual scenes work 
and like really trying to write within a box and like kind of create these characters that are so different and can hopefully be watchable even within the screen, just learning about who they are and their dynamic, good or bad. Um, so yeah, that process was crazy. And I, I had to do it by myself, like as far as producing and like all of that sort of stuff. So beginning to end, it was like all me, even after school ended. And then, you know, just picking friends to just work with me to do like the music and, you know, camera operation, sound, all of that. So yeah, but I'm very happy with the process and hopefully people will be happy with it as well once they see it. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, I have seen all three episodes and uh, of course, I won't uh, spoil anything, but um, it's interesting. So this is 100% scripted? Because it feels improv, a lot of it feels- Yeah, no, of... it, it's scripted. Um, I intentionally, because me and my friend Jalen who directed it, um, we had these conversations of making it awkward on purpose because mm -hmm. it's like you do you need to act like we don't you know we don't talk and we don't see each other so um i wanted to make it feel as real as i could so i'm glad you said that because if it felt unscripted and improv like that was kind of the feel um so i think maybe like in total all three episodes maybe there were only like two lines that like somebody said that was a little different from what i wrote and i was like oh no keep that so, but everything else is completely scripted. And me, I mean, I was an awkward teenager, I'm still an awkward young adult. So some of that, like just coming out was kind of natural. Um, and just like the weird pauses between them, like those are like director decisions as well. And like even some of the stammering and different things, like especially your virtual one on Zoom, like it's not gonna be super easy and it's gonna feel awkward. So like just that essence in itself, I think just kind of came out really well. And then like the other actors, Trey and Brian, my other two friends, like, you know, all three of us together, I think we did a pretty good job of just conveying this sort of awkwardness on screen, especially. That's really good. I, I really thought you were mostly improv. So mm -hmm. to find out it was scripted, that's really cool. <laughs> that's real cool. Um, so, oh, wow, that's, that's incredible. So and you said very little of it was even improv. You said, like, yeah, there were maybe like two lines. I think there's, I don't remember the specific line, but there is a line that Trey says, and it is a little different than like what I wrote. And I was like, oh no, keep it that way. And I think Brian, same thing. They both had like a line. But other than that, like it was uh, scripted. I tried to make sure, again, like just trying to exercise that writing muscle for myself and like knowing that this is like, it's like my first big web series that I made, you know, like, as a beginner, like that, this is this is my level, and I'm like I'm pretty proud of the level that you know I'm setting that nice standard for myself. Um, but that was a big thing for me was to really just try to practice dialogue, um, practice trying to have three separate voices, and just you know take the stuff that you learn personally in your life and the stuff that you learn within film school, and just like you know trying to make it into the script that it was. Nice. Um, how did you like the acting? In it? Um, the acting, well, they're, I personally, I know them and I've had acting classes with them as well. And like, I've known them for a couple of years and they're really cool. Um, they're great guys. Um, I was, I was very happy that they decided to do it. Cause of course, having it be somewhat part of what I did for school, I was like, most likely I won't, you know, have as much money and things for you. So like, I really, really, really do appreciate everybody that helped me. Um, cause they understood that it was like a passion project for me and they, they knew how important it was for me to finish this. So thank them so much. I'll probably be thanking them a lot cause they're all very important to me. Um, but it, as far as the acting, I pulled a lot from them cause like acting is really their area and mine is more of writing. Um, but like knowing that it was kind of awkward, 
I was like, okay, I got that part down. So, um, but I did, I had to ask them questions and like even learn about their process of getting into their characters um, and like their certain mannerisms and different things. And like, of course, both of them are playing characters different from themselves and I am as well. So like having to really get into that space, I was glad that I had friends that are actors. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, do you like, to, are you one of those people that like to see yourself on screen or? No. <laughs> uh, every time, like, if I have, like, friends or family watching, I'll, you know, I post on Instagram, hey, these episodes are out, and if people are telling me this, that, and the other, it's like, I will not watch it with you. Like, my mom's like, hey, I'm about to watch this. I was like, okay, go somewhere else, or, like, don't, don't sit watch it with me. Like, it, it, uh, it makes me feel weird. It's like, I'm happy if people think I did a good job. I'm like, okay, because mm -hmm. I, because, you know, personally, I, I judge myself harder than anybody else, so... It's like, oh, great. Like, I watch it and it's like, oh, this is completely terrible. And I do a great job. Like, oh, great. I have to, you know, my friends are really good doing their thing. And it's like, I'm just over here in the corner. So, like, it's mm -hmm. kind of that feeling. Um, but now I, watching myself, uh, like, I can do it by myself, but not with other people. It's, it's, it's too stressful, at least for right now. If I end up being in more stuff, you know, mm -hmm. um, and like learning and growing, and if I feel like there's something that I did a good job with, or if I am going to some big premiere, like for sure, I'm not gonna skip that. Like I'm gonna go and watch it if other people are around me. But like, if I have the option, it's usually better if I just watch it by myself. It makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. Did anything uh, surprise you about uh, the transition from your script to uh, actual filming it? Um, um, you know, the process and you know all of that. The length, number one, for sure. Because when I wrote them, of course, like with, with action, because like you write as well. So, you know, your action lines and things are going to play out differently and things are going to be bigger. But then once I was talking with the director about the awkwardness and the pauses and the stammerings, like knowing that it was really going to expand from the script. So I think that was like the craziest thing. So I think the first episode, it started off maybe as like six pages or so. And then, of course, within that first episode, it's it's longer. Like it's more like, you know. 12 to like 14 minutes somewhere in there so like just learning about that as well that was like another thing a learning experience for me like knowing that you know people tell you it's approximately a, one page is like one minute but like it depends on the content of that page so I think that was the biggest thing that shocked me knowing that it was going to be a little bit longer and then in the future knowing that we were going to have to put in more hours to make it happen um so yeah I think that's the biggest thing that shocked me hmm, okay um I, I feel like you did an excellent job. Uh, first of all, congratulations. And uh, the actors did a great job as well as yourself. Um, is this, can you see, are you going to move on to something else next or are you going to continue with Stuck In? Um, it, it depends on, you know, how it does. Like if it's like in the future, I know because you know, marketing and different things, there's a huge part I think marketing is like one of the most underrated parts of the film process like people have to you know you have to spread the word and have other people see it test it this that and the other um, so right now as far as money like I'm not in that specific stage to like really try to expand on that but if I were to do a season two for me personally because everybody who helped me like you know did it for a little to nothing um, like I would want to do a season two if so with a nice budget like so that I could you know be able to provide and help all the people that helped me so like personally to do it again for free i might wait a little bit if that ends up happening and of course i would have to talk with everybody involved but like i would prefer to have a little more money to give out to others 
if I were to do a season two, but I am still working on some short films or people that I'm talking with to collaborate on like other web series. Um, and then there's a short film that I want to do personally with another friend of mine. So there are things that I'm still working on. And then of course, trying to find a job because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm right out of college, you know, that's, that's part of the process. Um, right. So yeah, so that's kind of just what's next for me. But if it, if, is it something that I would love to revisit for sure? It's just, I don't know when and what, in what capacity yet. And my suggestion, especially, you know, you young people, uh, is that you create, like, don't, um, you know, don't get too wrapped into money at this point, especially when you're doing this kind of thing, because it's about the more you do something, the better you'll get at it. And I'll see people who, like, they'll, they'll have a group of people that have all these skill sets, and they'll, they'd rather just sit you know, and not use it. It's like now you can use your, most people have an iPhone or, you know, you can create on your iPhone. It's like make stuff. Don't, you know, you you know, the money will come, you know? So I'm like, create, create content. Content is king, you know? Uh, and so, you know, my suggestion to any of you people out there is your friend, you know, who has no money, you know, is creating something help them if you can, you know, because you never know what the thing is that will be, that people will see you in that will catapult your career. Because um, I remember uh, I interviewed a, uh, a really popular TV director named Sheets Man. He's a black guy. He's worked on The Wire. Uh, he's worked on uh, uh, Hell on Wheels. He worked on uh, The Walking Dead. You know, he's really he's been doing well. And his big break was that he had done a short film with a bunch of his friends and the right person saw it and hired him on the wire. Now his career is big, you know, something similar, you know, it was a short film. And uh, I don't know if you ever watched the show, The Wire. But, uh, yeah, great show, great show. Marlo Stansfield, he's on um, Bosch right now. I'm so sorry, his name escapes me right now. He's a great actor. Um, he was in that same short film, so he got, the job on the wire playing Marlo because of the short film that, and and the guy the director see man got a directing job from his short film you know so yeah. like you never know what it is that the industry might come across and I think it was one of those situations if I remember correctly where somebody showed showed it to them he, they just happened to see it and it's like wow they were impressed and they told them to come in so the way things are I know for a fact I've interviewed producers in the industry and stuff and they look on youtube for the next thing they're looking on youtube for some part somebody that's you know a filmmaker that's doing some obscure or something like uh, i don't know if you remember the movie lights out mm-hmm. that director whose name escapes me um you know he was doing stuff online with his wife making little short horror films and then he, the Lights Out thing was a short film that he was doing on YouTube. And Hollywood hired him to make it into a, a live action. I mean, live action it was always live action, but I mean, a full length film. Then after that, he got the sequel to Annabelle. And then he did uh, Shazam. You know, and this guy is like a Hollywood director. So, you I know, think so- similar things too with, because you know the movie Napoleon Dynamite. Like, you know, it's the same thing. Like he just like did some promo or something like on YouTube. Um, and I think 
Oh, Peanut Butter Falcon. It's like one of my favorite movies of 2019. Um, but same thing. It was like they did a promo with the actor that they were going to have, and they kind of just did it. And so, yeah, like you never know. You kind of just start with something small, and it can kind of take you anywhere. My mom says it all the time. You have to spend money to make money. So it right. is. You kind of just got to put yourself out there and really just go for it. And actors act, directors direct, and writers write. And that's why I'm like, that's why I'm so bullish about, like, if you're just sitting around, create something. You know, put something out there for people to see so that your talent can be seen. But some people are like, oh, man, you know, you know, I mean, I get, we all need money, right? But sometimes uh, when you're sitting around waiting for that call, that audition or whatever, there's no reason for us not to be creative. You know, there's no reason for it. And then, you know, you do a quid pro quo. Like, I'll help you on your project, you help me on mine. You know, that kind of thing. So, and then, too, like, people want to see that, you know, if I'm not hiring you, what are you doing on your own? Like, what's what's happening that would make me want to eventually hire you? So yeah. it is. It's like, and there's so many ways to create. There's so many platforms. So it's like, it's just, they you know, people say it's there really is no excuse not to go out and just make something and to right. do something. So, yeah, so there's, you know, I think that's a pro, at least to us now for this generation, like that access that we have, like it's it's easy for us to just pull out our phones and try to shoot something, make something, you know, write something, do whatever. So, yeah, so I think it's that type of expression is it's free and it's important, you know, just exercise it. So what are some of the films besides the Goonies, which we talked about, and um, TV shows that you really get into? Um. Oh, that's such a big question. I like a lot of different shows, um, especially when I'm writing. And if there's a specific audience or a specific genre that I'm trying to go for, um, that's what I like to watch. So like I've always I, one day I want to make like some sort of mockumentary something. I love The Office. I love Parks and Rec and specifically with Parks and Rec, like female led and the fact that their female friendship between Leslie and Anne, the characters like was the core. So like that's something that I gravitate towards. I love those type of ensemble comedies, even like Sex Education that's on Netflix right now. Shows hilarious. Um, let's see, any movies? I love a wide range of movies. Of course, I'm a huge Marvel fan. Like I could talk all day about Marvel. Um, but those movies are really well, are really good. Um, I love The Stars Born, Lady Gaga, stuff like that. Like my my range is it's all over the place. Uh, I'm trying to think what's a like really recent film that I like was like really really into I, I mean Parasite when that came out as well like I'm trying mm -hmm. to also watch a lot more like foreign films like White Tiger love mm -hmm. that movie as well um, so I don't know it is it goes back to what we were talking about like you can really find inspiration anywhere like it kind of just like I'm, I'm just mesmerized by movies in general if there's some sort of connection that you find a character especially if it's character based like i'm really trying to get more into character based because you know there's plot based stuff and then there's character based stuff but the character based stuff like it really hits you and it feels very real um i don't know it is it's such a it's a big question it's, i just love i love so many movies but like as far as genre i will say like superhero sci-fi all that kind of stuff is my favorite just because there's realism within it. Like you can relate to these characters, but they're in a world that's so outside of our own. So I think like just things like that really, mm. really like are something that like, I would love to get into. Like if I could create a superhero someday, like that would be like the ultimate check on my list. But yeah, nice. but I do. I'm just, I don't know. I love movies. 
and that sounds so lame and generic but I, I mean I really do it's just the process mm -hmm. and everything it's just such a magical thing for me personally it is it is um and I don't know about where you're at um were you able to see go to the theater during the pandemic um they I well, think when was we the were, like, I should, maybe that's oh like it's been guaranteed it's been a year like absolutely guaranteed because I know things shut down for us like it called around spring break I remember in March of last year like you know everybody else I think shut down um so I don't think I think the last time maybe I went to the movies was um it was a movie of Elizabeth Moss I can't remember oh the invisible man was the last movie I remember seeing in theaters oh wow that was the last movie well, we were supposed to see that but uh I didn't get around to seeing that I haven't seen yeah, it. But it's at been all. a long time since I've been inside of the theater. But they're, you know, they're trying to open up now and do th more things with guidelines. I miss being in a theater because, you know, watching things on your phone and having that access is cool. But there's nothing like being in a theater and feeling that atmosphere and, like, especially other people reacting, whether it's laughing, crying, whatever, like that sort of feeling. There's just nothing like that. So I miss it. Well, I will say this um, about that is uh, I can't remember the last movie I saw last year, but I did finally get a chance to go to the movies on Sunday. Me and a friend went and it was so cool. It had been a year because I go to the movies often and it was, I was so glad they finally opened back the theaters on Friday and it was only six of us in the theater, but I didn't care. You know, it was just cool being back in the movie theater. We saw this movie called The Marksman with uh, Liam Neeson, which, you know, I mean, probably I wouldn't have went to go see it if it was another circumstance. That was the only film they had there that I wanted to see. Like, that was like, okay, we'll see that, you know? Because they had a couple of films that I had seen already on video or whatever. Uh, I mean, on um, streaming, like they had Judas and the Black Messiah. That's a film I would have seen later. Uh, the Little Things with um, Denzel. Uh, I had seen yeah, Denzel, that. Jared Leto, yeah. Mm -hmm. movie. Uh, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I know a lot of critics didn't like it, but I enjoyed it. Um, and uh, what was the other thing? Tenet they had. Uh, oh, yeah. I uh, watching Tenet, even though I'd seen it on, but that movie, you really need to see that like an IMAX. But, um, you know, uh, but I said, now I want to see something I hadn't seen. So I watched, you know, Liam Neeson movie, uh, The Marksman. And I you know what? It didn't even really matter how good the movie was. I was just glad to be back in the cinema. And um, so we may be going to see. Um, a movie called Nobody, which is, it seems like kind of a remake of John, John Wick a little bit. It's the same like producers, but uh, it's like a similar plot uh, in John Wick. But this guy's like a family man, you know, uh, who was like a spy or whatever, like a John Wick type character who yeah. is reactivated and he's back. It's starring um, the guy who plays Saul from Better Call yeah, Saul. Yeah, Better Call Saul. I think it's Bob, Bob something, or Rob. I feel bad. I don't. It's like oh, it's not Odeck or something. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I know I can never pronounce his last name correctly. But yes, yeah, so I heard that film. And uh, so I'm probably we're probably going to see that. Uh, it looks it, it might be entertaining. But the big one that I'm excited about is on March 31st, and that is King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm, yeah. And I am Team Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, I grew up as a Godzilla fan. And I, I've been joking that uh, Godzilla doesn't win, we're gonna riot. So, uh, <laughs> so I think we're gonna probably even do a review show about the, the movie. Though I've been hearing good reviews 
on it. So um, that should be fun. It'd be fun just like a movie if you really want to go see in the theater. Because I, I have a, a projector and all of that at the house, so I was going to watch it on the big screen one way or the other. So, nice. but because uh, it's it's going to be on HBO Max the day of. So, but I, I, I want to see Black Widow. That's mine. What? Black Widow. That's. The Scarlett Johansson, I love Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Black Widow. So like, if I if I don't go to the movies like anytime soon, because they're supposed to come out in the summer and it's been postponed a lot because of all the craziness going on. But that movie for sure, I it think for me personally as a bias, like if I were to go back to the theater, like I would go for like a female led movie, just to like mm -hmm. feel that kind of power intensified on mm -hmm. screen and on a huge screen. So yeah, mm -hmm. Black Widow is like my go-to if I don't go any sooner than that. Like that, I do want to see in theaters. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it looks good. I, uh, that was one of the trailers they showed at the theater. That was so cool. When they showed like the trailer, they started showing the trailers. I was just like, I was like, man, I'm so glad to be back in the movie theater, you know? So, uh, you know, that's just one of those things that, uh, that, uh, some of those things you take for granted until they take it away from you, and then it's like you know, like eating in a eating in a restaurant. Like I love going to restaurants and not being able to eat at a restaurant, and you know, it's just you know. I mean, obviously we're glad that we have our health and all of those kind of things, but you know, those little things, uh, you know, you you know, you realize those are a big part of your life, and you you're glad to it's starting to come back some of that stuff. Going to a ball game, you know, I love sports. So, I, you know, I like going to ball games. I like going to Dodger Stadium or, or seeing a Laker game or something like that. So those things I'm looking forward to coming back. So, and then hopefully by the summer, you know, we'll, you know, things will be where, you know, it won't be so weird, you know, and then you can actually start creating and you don't have to be on Zoom to create. You can actually yeah, create. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's what I'm really excited about. That's a bunch of short films that I want to get to. But um, uh, so it, this year, this last year has been interesting. But I think one thing that a lot of us creative people decided to do was we just shifted what we were going to create, right? So, you know, um, instead of, you know, I mean, I just love how, you know, you, I'm sure, I'm, I'm going to assume you would have, done you probably wouldn't have done stuck in if it wasn't for the quarantine yeah honestly um because my main goal was to try to create or do something before i graduated college like kind of mm -hmm. like my you know send off or like senior project so no i did have there was another idea that i had and it was in person and it mm -hmm. was like centered around college students um mm -hmm. and it was not like like mental health focused or anything so yeah the approach is totally different because of the pandemic um, but you know, things happen for a reason. So I was glad I did it because I was a mental health tech during the pandemic. So like kind of just really seeing the importance of mental health mm -hmm. um, and like, you know, the ups and downs of that kind of really influenced the web series. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, it was not the original plan, but you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at, you know, the path that it took me on, but yeah. And you know what, and, and before we, we do say goodbye on this episode, let's talk about those aspects of your series because you know, mental health is one of those things where a lot of people suffer in silence, you know? And a lot of times, you know, we hide it well, right? I've, I've gone through depression before 
And, uh, you know, but I was really good at having a certain face where you never knew, you never knew what, was, what I was going through, you know? Um, and I know some people really suffer from, from, you know, mental health issues. So one was, what was the reasoning why you particularly wanted to add it as a part of the series? And um, what were some of the things you wanted to accomplish as far as uh, the messaging with this series when it comes um, to mental health? What kind of inspired it, like I said, I was a mental health tech um, at a hospital in Chattanooga. So kind of just getting that experience and just learning how, one, learning how like to treat people. Everybody's the same. We all go through struggles and all of this sort of thing. Um, so that was kind of like a lesson as well. So like seeing how important that was for me personally influenced it. Um, and then before that, I did a short film called You're Fine. And it's just about this guy who's isolated alone during the pandemic. And he's hearing like these negative thoughts and these negative stigmas portrayed and like inflicted on African-American males. Um, you know, cause even within our community, I have friends that are either told, you know, you can pray it out or like, it's really okay, you're fine, this, that and the other, but like, you know, it takes a toll on us. Um, so within our community specifically kind of was the, another influence as well. Um, but with the web series, it was important for me to go that route um, and especially like I have a diverse group of friends. It was important for me to have each of us as actors be like a different race or ethnicity because I kind of wanted to humanize that feeling of mental health and those struggles. Um, so kind of showing that you that everybody goes through it and you have different faces that you can look at to like kind of just kind of tie that all together and make it feel kind of, you know, more humane and more relatable. Um, so but yeah, mental health is it's it's a crazy thing that people are now starting to speak on, which, you know, I'm kind of glad that subconsciously and not intentionally, I was kind of a part of, I feel like I'm somewhat a part of this movement, like other celebrities and different people are speaking out. Um, like I know Taraji has her Peace of Mind show out as well. So like knowing all of these different things and knowing that it's something that the industry and people are looking at, um, I was just very happy to be a part of that movement. But within that, like I did a lot of research and I learned um, that about 25% of Americans like that are between 18 and 26, like are going through some sort of mental health struggle each year. And then for teens, about 20%. So like knowing those numbers and like feeling somewhat connected to that research and being a part of those groups and like fighting on my teen years and now my young adult years and the different things that, you know, you struggle with and the negative thoughts that you may have or like those different things. I wanted to portray that with these characters. And two, like having them go on a journey where it's not a predictable Oh, in the beginning, there's, you know, they're having some issue. And then at the end, like everything's super solved and it's super fine. Like just really getting to sit with these characters and see that they're struggling um, and see how it's taking a toll on their mental health through this pandemic. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just there's just a lot of qualities within mental health that need to be talked about, that need to be discussed. So hopefully I got to talk about them a little bit. Um, and having each of them go through a different mental health struggle was also important for the creation of the series. Um, so yeah, hopefully I, with the research and the people that I talked to, hopefully it is conveyed really well and people can just start to see it's important to get help. It's important to talk to people, um, you know, even finding the right sources. Sometimes there's also wrong sources that hopefully within the series you see that as well. It's not always, you know, the best to just go with one source. So really be open with your mental health, try things, find things that work for you, be honest with yourself. Um, and uh, yeah, just don't be afraid to get help, no matter what color, gender, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, anything. Just it's okay to get help and just know that somebody 
out there is going to be there for you and just, you know, just find them and, you know, just whatever is going to be better for you personally, always go with that. Very well said. Very well said. All right. So, um, the, uh, what is next for you? What should we be on the lookout for next? Um, I am, uh, another short film <clears throat> that I'm working on and writing. Hopefully I can get that shot pretty soon. I would like to, of course, um, I'm getting to do more production assistant experience, like on different sets and stuff. So like, there's something that'll be out. I don't think I can talk about it, but there's something that'll be out pretty soon. So my name will be on that as a production assistant. So I'm really proud of that. Um, but All then right. again, right in front, also there's like another web series idea that I have in the back of my brain that I'm working on with somebody else. Um, so hopefully that can also be shot in the summer. So yeah, so basically anything, hopefully my name will be on a wide variety of things, but as far as what I know to be on the path of, and that will be uh, a part of my creative process will most likely be some more stuff to be posted on YouTube and some other web series type of content. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the program. And we're going to have you back on to, oh, yeah. to talk on yeah. different programs that we have. So that's going to be fun as well. So I enjoy the, you know, the little bit of, that we've known each other. I enjoy talking to you about movie and t movies and TV shows and whatnot. And you have great takes. And it'll be really cool to have you on some of the programs that we, uh, we have. So I'm, you know, I'm just very happy for you. Uh, you know, your series is great. Uh, I implore people to see it. I have the links to the playlist for all three episodes in our show notes. So, and also it's going up on the website, a link to it. So I definitely want you guys to check it out. But um, thank you so much. How can people get you in social media and all that good stuff? I am on Instagram and Facebook and both it's she Randolph for both. Um, that's like the, of course, my username. So those are the main two places that you can find me. But yeah, also the web series, if you follow it on YouTube, it's called in web series. Like that's, you know, the full title when you search it and the image it is, it's like a blue logo that has a black face on it. And it's like the brain it's opened up. So you'll see that that's the main logo. Um, but yeah, but those are the main ways. And I'm hoping to get more interviews and different with different people within mental health for Stuck In in the future. I'm trying to get those things worked out. So stay tuned for interview content as well, because, of course, mental health shouldn't just be a one time thing. It's something that I want to continue to talk about and talk with professionals and people that really know what they're talking about with mental health and get that those type of connections. So Yeah. But thank you so much for having me. And I got to make sure I do my final shout out to my friends. Thank you, guys. Trey, Brian, Nisha. Kayla and Jalen, thank you guys so much for helping me create this and hopefully we can work together again in the future. So thank you guys if they watch this. Yes. All right. Cool, cool, cool. And you can get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. And of course, the website is IndyRadio.org. That's IndyRadio.org. Programming note, uh, tomorrow night at, uh, on, um, uh, which is Wednesday, uh, March the 24th <laughs> at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, uh, our show, Men and Women Talk to Mars Venus Show, moves to our new night and time. We are debuting our my new co-host, Mosaic Star, and the name of that episode is Single for Too Long. So we're going to be talking about people who uh, 
uh, has been single quite a long time and ain't know what to do. So that should be a, a great topic. Uh, we have a great panel of guests that will, are coming on to talk about it. So, so uh, we've been on Monday nights for so long. So uh, this is a change. We're going to be on now Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and that starts tomorrow night. So uh, we have a lot of great shows coming up uh, in the following week. We have a show where we have a bunch of sets of twins <laughs> that are going to be on that show, and they're going to be talking about what you know what that's like. So that should be interesting. Uh, I'm really fascinated with twins, so uh, I think it'll be an interesting show. So. But with that said, you guys have a great rest of your week. Uh, God bless you, and we will catch you next time right here on IndieRadio.org. Peace.